0: Hats off to Gemma, who is now going to join me up on stage um, to talk a bit about what went into planning it. (laughs) Hi, everyone. (laughs) Um, So Gemma, um, oh my goodness, it must be quite surreal to have a May show back.
1: What's been your yeah. favorite bit? Or just tell uh, a little bit about well, what into it. Well, I think just, um, you know, firstly, like it's been such a, a strange couple of years in terms of COVID. And then we had our, our September show, which was kind <laughs> of uh, never happened before. And fingers crossed, never will happen again. <laughs> but it was amazing. And that was where we started this kind of journey with Project Giving Back, really. Um, and it was so exciting to kind of start getting to know the designers for this year then and it's been a bit of a wild journey because it's such a short turnaround in terms of normally we have (laughs) kind of at least 12 months to plan a show and we've only had eight months to plan a show Um, so this is where really you're and i'm sure you're all going to be doing it but planning every minute detail from your application stage through to the submission through the panel process through to (laughs) the kind of months you have between being accepted to getting on site, and then also planning your kind of on-site period, your show week period, annual relocation period as well so it is just planning 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 (laughs) and uh, we've certainly from our side been doing lots of planning 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 to just get back to a may show um i think you know we're super thrilled to be back in may because may is you know it's the beginning of the season um, and it is (laughs) is what chelsea's all about so we're just thrilled to be back in may (laughs) what's been What's been your favorite bit about the show? What's sort of your favorite part Um, every year? Do you know, every year I just love the build process because for me, I come from a design background. So that's what I was qualified in. And just knowing, you know, we've seen all the plans. We've had the conversations with everyone. But to see the actual build process from being an empty space, completely void of anything to within the first kind of two hours of people arriving on site, there's holes everywhere. There's plant, you know, there's whole teams just swarming around setting up their gazebos and making sure they've got their tea and their coffee and it's just amazing to see that blank canvas turn into award-winning gardens and for me that's my favorite bit and i think it always will be that's brilliant
0: now it seems like a really bonkers question to ask you when 2022 is happening right (laughs) now but are you already thinking i mean applications are open for 2023 what's the first thing you start thinking about and what does 2023 look like from here?
1: Yeah, I mean, so at this stage, we're already walking around the show and kind of getting our eyes into what we need to do for next year. Um, And we've already, as as Hattie said, we've already launched the, the application process for next year. So we're already having conversations with people about, you know, their designs, their concepts, their locations, things like that. So we already kind of dive head in before we get on site thinking about next year's show and so in terms of of gardens and and what you guys are doing that's probably also what your now main focus is is what are we going to put in that final submission and so Obviously, we're here to answer any of those questions because that's also what we're we're thinking of now. Yeah. And when once you receive the applications, what's
0: the stage that sort of they go through? Yeah.
1: So I mean, it's quite a process, and you guys have already been through one process already with Project Giving Back. So hopefully, that's kind of warmed you up to what you might be then going through with us. So um, with us, we have our our deadline, which is sixth of June. So that's uh, where you need to. Fill in the application form and put in your complete proposal so that would be all drawings kind of construction drawings sections elevations making note of where you know where excavations are happening your plant plan and just a note on the plant plan we know that there's a year to go plant list will change but what our panel is looking at is is the design scheme and the feel of it and how it kind of correlates to the message of your garden so your kind of design package will be as full as possible once the deadline hits my team then looks through it make sure we've got everything we think we need we might come back to you and say we're missing this or we're missing that can you get that into us and we have about two weeks where we process that and then send it off to our selection panel and and then they will have about a week to look at it and then we all come together and meet and go through it all nuts and bolts and really kind of take it apart and look at it in depth Um, and I just want to iterate here and now that it's not a process where we're trying to find fault we're trying to kind of turn people down it's a process where we want it to be organic it's about feedback it's about getting you guys to a position where we feel confident that you've got everything you need in place to start you on that journey to get you at the show so we look at things like your your cost estimate that's a really important thing and we ask that your contractor checks through that and make sure they're happy with all the costs because our panel will look at that and go yep that's a realistic budget for Chelsea or they might go we're a little bit worried about that budget And we'll come back to you and have the conversation and be like, you know, have you considered how much you might need for your planting plan? We think you need to re-look at it. So, we're always gonna, we're not gonna tell you what to do, but we're gonna give you kind of the, hopefully, the tools to go back and have another look and maybe slightly, de- it might be we think you need to slightly develop an area of your design or we want you to slightly look at plant associations because they might not quite be singing enough. So, it could be anything, but please, when we do come back to you, about a week, uh, well, we try and do it as soon as possible after the panel meets, um, but it won't, we'll never be any longer than a week. And what we're also gonna try and do, is actually have a phone call with you guys, a Zoom call as well to go through any of the feedback because it can be quite hard when you're looking through feedback to really understand exactly what is intended from it. But um, it's a process where we're gonna be chatting a lot to each other. Um, You normally have about a month to together any feedback, any amends, and then resubmit it to the panel. We then sit again, we go through it again. There might be a bit of going back and forth, back and forth, to get you to the place that we think we need you to be. Or it might be that you know we're really happy with what you've provided first time round. And so we, we go back and say, we don't want you to do any changes. Um, so you can really, have a summer holiday, then. You can <laughs> have a summer <laughs> holiday. But actually, then the real hard work begins,
0: because then you need to start going yeah. and buying clothes and blah, blah, blah. So. <laughs> Amazing. And I mean, for you, Gemma, what I'm always so impressed by is that you are basically running a construction site when it gets to that phase with like a million different construction teams. Like what what is challenging about it and how can design teams and their charity partners like make it as smooth as possible? Yeah, <laughs> and
1: it, it is it is madness on site. Chelsea's a very compact site. So whereas some of our other shows, we've got a lot more space. Um, things that you'll find are real restrictions is um, traffic movement. So things like delivery, storage. And we have an on site team who are, we call our clerk works. Um, you will meet them from the very first day. You will have their number. You call them for anything. So you know if you need um, soil taken away or you need soil brought to you. If your standpipe's not working, things, anything like that. If you've got a delivery coming at ten o'clock and you don't know where to put it, we'll we'll work with you and find a space. So I think in terms of preparing yourself for build, because you're going to have a million people working around you doing different things. People putting up tents. People sorting out plumbing, electric there's all sorts it really is making sure you've got a really solid um kind of day by day minute by minute hour by hour plan of what you're doing don't get all your deliveries arriving at the same time because we (laughs) don't have space for them but also you don't want to have everything all at once when you don't need it it doesn't help you guys either so it really is about kind of planning through and again like we have so many points of conversation along the journey where we'll be re- reiterating stuff like this. You'll be working with um, construction teams that have probably done several Chelsea's and several Shogun's as well, so they'll also know. So make sure that your unit is really strong because you're going to be relying on your contractors, you're, they're going to be relying on you. I think the relationship that you have with the people that are building your garden is so important Um, not only because they're building it but they're part of the creative process you're going to come on site there's going to be issues there's going to be a drain somewhere that we didn't expect it to be that you've uncovered and then we all have to stand around this drain and think (laughs) gosh what are we going to do how can you adjust your plans how can we work with you to resolve this situation. So having a really good working relationship with your landscapers is really key in situations like that um, yeah. to kind of come across, because it isn't, it isn't an easy ride. Yeah. Uh, you know, It just isn't. You're gonna come across so many challenges. It's probably gonna be points where you're gonna go, what was I thinking? <laughs> Why am I here? I just wanna <laughs> run away. Um, so having a team around you that you know you can rely on and lean on, that's really important. Um, And we're here as part of that team as well. You know, you've got Project Giving Back and Hattie, their team's there for you the whole way. The RHS and my team's here the whole way. Um, So we really are one big family, and I think what I can say is don't ever think you can't ask us something or come to us with something. If you've got a problem, if something's gone wrong, if you are confused or unsure about anything at any point, don't think it's a silly question. Um, this is what we're here for. And don't think you ask it once, you can't ask it again. Yeah. So yes, Yeah.
0: Yeah, I've got to say, we're going to do a little bit of inspiration, a little bit of motivation, and then a tiny bit of terror as yeah. well, just to get you all <laughs> yeah. really ter- ter- psyched good. up for it. Terror <laughs> adrenaline is what gets you going. Um, no, but you're right. I mean, the team and all of your Clark and Works are... They've helped us massively this year as well, so I can vouch for that. I think one thing I was laughing with Gemma is that last year when we did this session, Gemma was talking about the portal and the exhibitor manual, this very valuable thing. And we got a message from one of our charity reps this year that said, God, you know what? End of the process. She was like, Everything is in there, and I just uh, I just didn't read it. And actually, it is
1: in there. I was like, yeah, no, Gemma wasn't lying when she yeah. said it was. Um, do you want to touch a little bit on that yeah, one more so, time? So the Bible, um, which will become your favourite bedtime reading, um, <laughs> it, it literally does have everything. So it's got everything from kind of your garden regulations, site opening hours, um, when you can come on site, when you can't, contacts for water, for electrics, for furniture, like everything that you think of is in that manual it is a lot to read and it can be quite complicated it's um, on a pdf so if you download the pdf you can actually do the type and search and it can highlight the information you need but i think um as soon as you get it it's really helpful just to read it it is long and it is intense but it will just give you a bit more of an understanding of what to expect when you come on site. It also explains things like how you can receive deliveries, the address for you, accreditation. So accreditation is like a whole other thing with passes that we can maybe talk about just briefly. but it is important that you also share this. And actually, I think this is quite an important point. So when you are um, allocated, your whoever you put down as your coordinator is kind of the, the gatekeeper of the manual in the online zone. Um, but it's really important that you share any information with your sponsors, with your contractors that they might need to know. So the manual is downloadable, so share that with everyone. I know people don't want to read it, But there will be information in there that's relevant to sponsors, as well as information that's relevant to designers and to contractors. So there's things in there about press, about leaflets, about after hours. Um, So it it is really important that you share that. On the online zone as well, this is where all the important forms are um, that we ask you to fill in. So anything from when you're going to arrive on site your first day to, um, to booking your water, which you need to do, booking electrics ordering your passes. And so if I talk just really briefly on passes, because that's a whole other giant world and we can have many conversations (laughs) about it and I have a whole team that looks after accreditation, Um, you get an allocation um, and within that allocation, we do ask that you try and stick to it. So for build, That's obviously as many as you need. We know hundreds of people are involved in building a garden. Um, But we we do ask that every single person that comes on, they have to have this pass. It's individual to the person, and it's individual to the date as well. So it's quite a lot of um, people management, and someone's got to be in charge of that. So that might be the coordinator, or it might be one of your contractors that looks after it. So that's something to kind of work out as we go through the process. Um, when it gets complicated, builds quite straightforward in terms of passes, but when it gets complicated is when we get to the Monday um, because we've got press day, we've got private view, and then we've got gala. Um, and without going into major detail now and boring you all, um, the pass allocation on that is really strict. We're really regulated on it. So when you see how many, and say for example, press day, you've got 12 passes, those 12 passes is all you get. So you need to think about who you need there. And that's going to include anyone really vital to your press activation. So if you've got ambassadors or special guests as well, press day is a lovely day for everyone to be there and you know you've all got through this journey and you've all you all want to celebrate and enjoy yourselves but that's not what these allocations are for so all i'll say is just when you get your allocations for these days for show week you've got to be really mindful of exactly who you need and that includes people to water your garden which we've noticed this year has kind of got forgotten everyone else is there everyone that's going to be there your volunteers and stuff interacting with visitors and then we've had about I think 10 different gardens going, oh, we need someone to come in and water the garden. Well, <laughs> Keep the that's great, <laughs> but you should have thought about that beforehand. So it's just things like that. It's, it's really thinking about the big picture and condensing it down. Yeah. Um, but w- that's all I'm gonna say about passes yeah. for now. <laughs> yeah, so in terms of a bit of a timeline, I suppose everyone gets their application
0: into you by June the 6th. Then over the summer, you know, either they, you fly through and you get a cr- allocated, or there's a bit of back and forth what sort of, I guess, end of summer is when yeah, roughly people yeah, will know. Yeah, exactly. I think one thing we spoke about was like,
1: almost just like getting the whole crew together at that point is a good idea. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think um, because there is so much information that's going to come at you. Um, and I think to be able to, for us to have a, a session, multiple sessions, we're really happy to do this with your entire team so we can just start talking you through the process. Cause otherwise we just send a whole lot of paperwork. Be prepared. I, I'm saying a whole lot and some of you are <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, but it, it is a whole I can, I can guarantee a whole it's world. It's <laughs> like a dissertation of paperwork. <laughs> Um, We're back with the terror. So. <laughs> back with <from> the terror, <laughs> but it's fun. Who doesn't love a good form um, <laughs> yeah. or a spreadsheet? Um, so I think just being able to pull your team together at that point once you're you've got allocated, because there's things like media forms you're going to have to start thinking about. There's conversations with our press team that will start happening. You're going to have your whole press team. yourself like coming up with plans and how you're going to promote yourself and when you're going to start and there's a lot of liaising with our press team because we ask you to embargo when when you find out and Mm -hmm. we do a a launch so there'll be a lot of working with us just to launch your garden Mm -hmm. and it really is a whole not, yeah. process but we're yeah i think multiple conversations and not being afraid to pick up the phone um is probably yeah. key
0: when we say that there's sort of like there's your team which is very focused on the build and obviously like information about the week and then there's the press team which is about comms and making sure you you're, you're sort of getting the story out there embargo typically in place till the end of the year beginning of next
1: year yeah so it does depend so this year was a very unusual year because we had such a tight turnaround um, I think that the ideal is that maybe around November time we would launch but I think the thing to, to be aware of is that we're led by the press and what the appetite is for the press so we might go goodness there's some big drama going on in the press because who knows what happens in the news these days and that does dictate when we hold things back so it might be that we say oh it's going to be December oh it's going to be January and we appreciate that it could be technically really frustrating because you've got a whole plan and you want to go and talk but just yeah work with us we will be as we'll talk as much as possible with you and um, we know you're all so eager to talk about your gardens and yeah. we are too um, but yeah we'll all just work together on the the right date for that because um, we our press team have so many kind of links in to the media um, and we're constantly talking to them as well so we're really yeah trying to find the very the right time to to launch chelsea so it gets the maximum impact
0: yeah and i think one of the um sort of design teams and charity teams that we worked with this year i think They said what they did is they kind of kept it as hard as it was to a core group to begin with. Um, And I know from a charity perspective, you might be wanting to, you know, approach some of your corporate partners. So if you do that, making sure there's a confidentiality understanding between you, like it's okay to to do those conversations, but just... (laughs) overstate it to them like please don't i mean they probably they won't but you have to say it in case they do so just just keep making sure that's
1: in place because then it makes the launch so much more exciting and the media pick it up and that is a really good point to make actually when when we say embargo that doesn't mean you can't go and talk to your suppliers and your plants people and stuff like that it is just keeping it within the family. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Amazing. Um, And in terms of, I guess we've
0: talked a little bit about the build up, but what's your favorite, do you want to give a bit of an oversight of like what the show week's
1: like? I know you touched on on, that. Yeah, so show week, I mean, this this is the other thing. You've got to make sure you've got enough fuel in the tank (laughs) and you also have a great team of volunteers coming in to help you because you've got press day, which is, extremely busy and full-on and also emotional because you've just finished this build and you're about to find out your judging results and things like that. You've got all the press coming and telling you how amazing everything is and you're all a bit like exhausted and jaded and you probably have <laughs> got a few glasses of wine in you or something and you're having a good time but um, you've got the whole week still to go. So um, once you've had your press day, once the private views happen, once gala's happened, that's where the next stage of real work begins um, because that's when the visitors come on and that's when the, the questions and they're non-stop so mm-hmm. you you want to have a really strong team we do suggest that because um, it's a long working day and um, 12 hours and more because you've got to make sure you're watering the garden and stuff to have a good team of volunteers shifts are allowed so we can work with you on that with the passes just to make sure that everyone you're talking to or your team is talking to is fresh um, you're gonna know pretty quickly the the top questions, um, so be prepared to by maybe the second day come up with just a, a list that you can give your volunteers of of the frequently asked. Everyone wants to know what plants are, so. I know that you might not have plant experts on the garden all the time, but if you can give them a briefing so that they know the key plants um, within your leaflet, you, you should have a plant list in there as well that you can refer to. Um, just knowing, the, making sure volunteers know the story as well, know the story, know those secret little hidden gems as well that they can kind of captivate the audience with. But it is long hours um, and it is non-stop, so you do need to yeah make sure you've you've rested when you can. um, You've got a strong team around you, and it is emotional, and you do get that come down as well. So just. Being prepared to be, you know, it's okay if you have a rough day. It's <laughs> okay if you're a mess and you're crying or you're happy or you don't know what you are. It's totally fine. And um, have that team around you to support you. Yeah. And go and have a hide in your storage. You yes yeah. yeah. For like five storage minutes. Is, um, <laughs> is what it's all about during yeah. show week. There's
0: no shame in that. No <laughs> shame. I've been there. Um, I think also, I mean, from a I guess charity perspective, you know, having a real think about how you want to use the week in terms of like business breakfasts or after hour events, who you're going to invite to them. That's
1: also a big deal, like really mapping that out. Yeah, so you have the opportunity to buy discounted um, show tickets for anyone that you want to invite. You also have the opportunity on the Tuesday and the Thursday to hold after hour events. Um, So that's um, once the show closes, you can then do a catered We have people, you know, that do their big speeches and launches and, and things like that, invite their VIPs. Um, Gala's also a great opportunity for that. With Gala, you have to get them really early. The ballot um, closes for gardens um, at the end of September. So we will be talking to you while you're going through your allocation or submission process about Gala. And what you can do is you can order any Gala tickets you want. We hold them until we know you're allocated and then we ask for the payment. So things like that just to think about at this stage as well is <laughs> what you might want for Gala. Um, We can provide you with all the information about costs and things for the after hours as well. Um, But it is a really great opportunity to kind of bring in any of your, your VIPs, whether it's you the designer or you the sponsor, to really kind of make the most of why you're there. Because Chelsea is the most amazing platform for your charity as well as for your business um, to really be out there and be talking to people. You get such great coverage from press. You know, it's internationally renowned. So it might as well not be instant impact, which I think is worth saying, Um, but you might months down the line still be getting conversations coming. I know of people that have been contacted by someone that saw their garden three years ago. They suddenly get in touch and say, That garden i want you to do something or i want to work with you so it's really long-standing and long-reaching the impact that you guys will have for for you and for your charities um and it really is the show week is important to make sure you've planned that so that you make the most of it um i'm gonna open up it up to questions in a moment so if anyone's got questions
0: you can just um indicate um i wanted to ask as a bit of a final one gemma just as you look to the future, like, what do you want to see more of in gardens, whether that's, you know, in the all about plants category or it's sort of sustainability targets that you have at the RHS. Is there anything you would love to see more of?
1: Yeah, I think for, for us, sustainability is, is a really, really important thing. Um, we're working really hard to make our shows as sustainable as possible. And it is a process. Um, but for gardens for, for this year, for example, we've had a couple of gardens that have used zero cement. So they've found creative ways of how they can change the way they build a garden. It's it's you know, it's worth saying this garden's only around for a week and then it goes off somewhere. So if there's sneaky little shortcuts you can do, it's all smoke and mirrors. Um, do do that. But Chelsea is such a great opportunity to be really innovative and to use innovative products that are new to the market, especially around sustainability and different routes. And I think that is really important in your kind of your pre-production stage to think about what you can do to make an impact in that way. Um, obviously we've touched on relocation and the relocation of the garden is also something that we now from the RHS ask is a must. It doesn't have to be the whole garden that's relocated. It could be bits here, bits there. Bits wherever, but we want to make sure that everything that's coming has been thought of and planned to go somewhere else. So I think probably that's that's what we're really focusing on. We don't want to stifle any creativity, so we're not going to like ever say we want it to go down this route or that route. But I think just horticulture and gardening as as a whole, we are the forefront, and you know, it's all we're all about plants and we're all about nature. We're not here because you know we want to make loads of money. We're here because we love. Our planet. That's why we garden, and that's why we're creating these amazing gardens. So, that's really, you know, that's this is your opportunity to shine and, and show these amazing techniques. Talk to your contractors, talk to your landscapers, talk to your suppliers. See what amazing things you can come up with.
0: Very cool, awesome. So, have we got any questions out there for Gemma? I imagine there are probably. Fair... Yeah, hello. Hi. Hi, Caroline from South a well. so press question. <laughs> I'm guessing one of the things we DAs closely were talking about would be national press in the sense of, sort of inviting them to press things and things like that, because it wouldn't make sense for, for example, everyone to invite a different contact
1: in the Guardian, so... Yeah, yeah. So our press team have all the contacts. We invite over a 1,000 press. Um, So generally, we probably invited the big ones, um, but you can talk to us. If there's other people you want to invite that are press, you can get them accredited as well with press. So there's opportunity for them to go through the press portal, which is separate to the um, online portal. Um, But yes, you can have conversations just to make sure, have you invited these people? Can we invite these people? And then we can work on that, yeah. Amazing,
0: I'm just gonna have to stand up. Yes, Martin. Hello. Hello.
1: Hello. <laughs> <laughs> this is to both of you, really. One of the first points on the application process asks for a covering letter from the sponsor. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'll give you one. <laughs> <laughs> but also, we're, we're talking. So if, if we see project giving back, we've got an understanding that, you know, we we know what the process is. We so. promise we'll pay. Yeah. <laughs> so you don't, don't panic
0: too much about about that. No, yeah. no, no, you're not the only one, Martin. There's a few out there who know that I've been ignoring your emails for this week. And I apologize. I apologize. But yeah, we'll get that. But also Gemma knows who's who's coming through. Yes. Uh, oh. oh, who was first? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, hi, it's, your, it's You mentioned mm-hmm. volunteers on the garden on show days. Do you, is there an expectation from you that the garden
1: is kind of staffed at all times? Yes. Yeah, so what we will say is, depending on the size of the garden, um, but for the sizes of a, a Main Avenue garden, we would expect at least six people on the garden at all time um, there to hand out leaflets to interact with the visitors, because the visitors mm-hmm want to know about the garden and they want to ask the questions and we're there to give the experience to the visitors as well so we want to make sure we're giving them the best experience
0: yeah and i'd also say just to add on to that is if you've got any might not feel unusual plans to you because you might your charity might do that all the time at an event but if you've got anything a little bit off piece, other than just having a show garden, it's worth talking to Gemma and their team because they have regulations about what can and can't happen on the show. Mm. So getting that conversation in early. Yeah, any any kind
1: of ideas about what you might want to do during show week or anything special, like talk to us about it and we can say either yes or no. Or let me get back to you (laughs) because I think, you know, we're, we're here to kind of allow for you to use this as a platform and you know, w- just because it's been a certain way for the last hundred years doesn't mean that it has to be for the next hundred. So we're very much here to like hear your your exciting ideas and suggestions as yeah. well. So talk to us.
0: Yeah, I guess I'm specifically saying like if you're having a brass band, like good to let the neighbours know yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <A> Traffic <lot laughs> photo calls there. <laughs> um, yeah, you've got a question. Hi, um, I'm sorry, um, we'll so a question about the charity involvement mm-hmm. today. How much of a Charity presence versus the designers presence. Do you, do you want to mix
1: or do you want the moments when you do the charity focus? And um, so I mean really that the garden is it's the charities, you know we're, That's what we're representing and that's the message um, It's a conversation to have with the the team as a whole But we would say, you know, this is your opportunity to be here So make sure that you're using it as much as you can and um, in terms of you know show week and how that balance works um, um we would always suggest that you would have, you know, the designer and, and maybe a couple of people from the design team or the contract team that know how the garden's been built and really know the nuts and bolts of it that can be there. But then also, you know, you're there to engage with the visitors about your story as as a, as a charity as well. So a mix, I think, is really important. Um, and you know, share and celebrate what you've all achieved together because you are a team. And I think, you know, hopefully you're a team that's not just here for this. This one show, but you go on and work with each other in the future. So, really, kind of, you know, get to know each other, and you will feel like a family by the end. Yeah. Uh, and whether that's fighting or, or not you know, <laughs> little family squabbles but you know, you'll definitely feel it's like good. a family good to be realistic <laughs> yeah
0: and one of the one of the designers on the charity teams told me this year they said they put their planting list at the bottom of all the other information so everyone had to go through all the other information to find out the plants so um simon yes. Yeah. i was just going to ask for the most successful gardens that you go for, Obviously, the gardens are all amazing, but mm. the ones that actually make the most of the opportunity, what are the key things that they get right? And uh-huh. just attached to that, what is garden? <laughs> <laughs> what
1: are the business Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Um, so I would say, you know, there's not necessarily a magical formula. Um, I think just making sure that, um, you know, you're working with your designer to make sure your message that you want to get out ties in mm. really well with the design. Um, because I think you don't want mixed messaging to be to be there. So make sure that you are really clear on what your message is that you want going out, and then really making sure you've nailed that down with your designer, so that's really well reflected in the garden. I think you know at Chelsea this year we've got such a variety of gardens, and you can never you can never say this is the winning formula, even though you know there'll be a best in show. But from that best in show, the conversations that went on in the panel to try and decide which one. One, because you know, there's so much excellent choice, and they're all so different as well. I think you do want to make sure you're different. You don't want to follow a formula because you want you want to stand out. So I would say don't be afraid to do something different um, to make you stand out because that's gonna make you more memorable. Um, Gala, so gala is the Monday night event. This is uh, our kind of high-end event that we hold at at Chelsea. So as an indication, tickets would start from 700 pounds per ticket. So that's the sort of clientele we're inviting there. So it's a great opportunity for you to engage with that sort of audience. It's also a great opportunity for you if you've got people you want to bring in um, to hold a, you know, a VIP event as well, um, to do that from your side. But it is technically a, a show event, so visitors are coming on site. So it is an amazing opportunity for you to engage with that sort of clientele in really exclusive um, environment. It's not as busy the maximum amount of people i think is around 5000 5000 people um they go off they can have kind of corporate dinners and parties and things so it really is a, a special event it's it's um, it's something that you can create something really well. and then business um, business breakfast is just early access to the show so from 6:30 um they can come they can see your garden and they can go off and have a bit of a breakfast before going on to enjoy the show when it's open. So we only allow 30 tickets per business breakfast per garden. So it's a small and exclusive event. So if you want to do something a bit special, or you've got some VIPs that you just want to give something a bit different to.
0: And it's really nice and quiet. No, it's so nice and show. quiet. So it's great. <laughs> got a question at the back there. Uh, hello, we've got two questions. Yes, mm. Charlotte. Hello. <laughs> yes, you.
1: <laughs>
0: oh, yes, you. <laughs> oh, two. <laughs> Sorry, there were two questions. Um, there.
1: Um, ourselves if we were to attend. So um, just a little breakdown and I'll do a breakdown for the Monday because it is quite confusing. So you've got your press morning, so that's from seven um, well from six um, o'clock till about three thirty, you'll have like a reduced number of tickets, oh, sorry not tickets, passes. For um uh, <laughs> for an example, you'll have 12 and that's for you to do all your press activation. Once 3.30 hits, that's private view. So that's, that's when the royals may come or the, the special groups will come. Now, that is something that we cannot um, adjust. It comes from the palace. Depending on the size of your garden, you'll either have one or two passes. And that is it, no tickets. We can't add any more. So that's where you have to have um, maybe difficult conversations with your team to decide who's going to be there for that. Um, Once the private view finishes, gala then starts in the evening. Now, depending again on the size of your garden, you may get one or two free of charge um, gala passes. And then again, depending on the size, you can purchase a cost price um, pass, which is usually around 100 pounds. so you may have two, you may have four, depending on the size of your garden. That's for you guys to work on. If you want to invite your guests, it's a, a full cost ticket that you would have to pay for. Yeah. And, and you can, you we'll will give you that information around August time so that if you want to put in your kind of group of tickets um, for your guests, you can do that in time for the ballot to close.
0: Yeah, and as a, just to add to that in terms of some of the approaches that um, charities have done this year sometimes you might get your you might have a corporate partner that can come forward and, and support you in that cost for those tickets or um you might auction them off as a way to raise you know money for your, for your charity that might be an idea i think charlotte you had a question charlotte, next um, oh i forgot my first question <laughs> my, well, my second question generally guess may be around medals Guess there's perhaps sharing that everyone in the room can get good medals, this is not a competition, and we can all work collectively, there is not just one gold medal. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) So that's what's the great joy of Chelsea for me. I feel that it's a collective experience.
1: Yeah, no, you're absolutely right, and I think it is important to say that there is no cap on how many golds or silvers or, or anything that we give out. Um, I think it's also really important to say that just being at Chelsea and just getting through is such an achievement. The medals will be important to you guys. I, I know that I myself, when I was a student, I got a little Chelsea medal. I understand what it means to get the medal level. Um, and it really is, it is something to celebrate whatever that medal is. Um, but yes, it is a collaborative thing. It is something that you're all working together. You're not against one another. You're not in competition with one another. Um, so really, do you feel like all of you together as, as one as well, just being there as a garden? You're you're in the special club, um, so you know medal or not. But just a bit on the kind of how the medals work. So we we go for an assessing stage and then we go for a judging stage on the last weekend. So the the Saturday and the Sunday. Um, what is judged is um, the garden that the panel see and the client's brief. Um, You have an opportunity to resubmit your client's brief, so it's not the brief that you would have submitted now at submission stage. Um, So you can make sure that it's as close as possible to what your garden is. Um, The panel um, of judges and assessors that come, um, they won't be looking at anything else. They won't be looking at plant lists or drawings or designs. So they really are looking at the finished product. Um, Assessing happens on the Saturday, and that's a team of three people that go, and it's almost like a pre-judging. So they'll spend a lot of time on the garden. You have an opportunity at the beginning of their assessing period when they come to your garden to give a two-minute presentation, and that presentation is really there to highlight anything really special that you want to make note of, anything that maybe isn't obvious in the brief um, that you want them to look at, or if there has been any changes that has affected the brief that they're gonna read. You know, for example, um, this sculpture that was coming, um, there was a pile up on the motorway and it got damaged, so we had to swap it out. You know, things like that that you can explain if there's, there's, of course that's not gonna happen. Um, (laughs) But you know, you've got the opportunity. (laughs) If something does go awry that you're worried about, that you just want to say, we've changed that because. Um, But really, you've got that two minute opportunity for them to talk about. They've read your client's brief. They're looking at the garden. Then the next day, they all come together with the judges. They'll have the notes from the assessing day. They'll be looking and just making a final sense check, really, of what they're seeing um, and what I would recommend you all do throughout this process. So in the selection process, in the pre-production, when you're on site, you get um, given the judging criteria. Read through that criteria, note really well because that is what they use to mark the garden. So it will have, you know, things that they are specifically looking at around planting. Planting is is three separate sections as well, so it's a big chunk of, of the medal. Um, they will have, um, you know, what they look at and the brief and how the brief relates. So really make sure that you know your judging criteria and you're kind of checking it and sense checking it as you go along. Um, and then, yes, once they 've done the judging, they go away, they deliberate, they moderate. there's a whole moderation process as well that's overseen by a moderator to make sure that there's no nothing untoward going on, that everything is fair, everything's in agreement, um, and then you do have to wait a little bit of time before you find out your results, um, but really once once the judging's happened, that's your time to just breathe it's done you've done everything that you possibly could and you know the rest is in the fates of of the garden god the garden gods, <laughs> the <laughs> garden <them>. gods. <laughs> so um <laughs> yes but i think try and enjoy the process as much as possible and um, judging it is going to be important to you guys and we we know that but it's not the end the be all the end all and there's so much more to doing the garden at the show and yeah. um, what really is important is the the message that you're putting out there, the interaction with press, the interaction with visitors, the interaction with your VIPs, that's really why you're there. And the medal is just the, the bonus, it, it's the, the icing on the cake. Um, but really it, being at Chelsea is the achievement and being in this group together and sharing that experience. And I mean, Charlotte will know that it, it's, you're not just on your guard and you make friends. And yeah, you will make you friends that you will see year and year and year again. And um, you'll lean on one another if you need something. Ev- everyone's more than willing to help if you're, you know, you're missing some plants or you need some compost or your tools broken down, your neighbor will help you. So I think, you know, don't don't lose sight of why you're there in the whole journey. Yeah,
0: I think that's a great piece of advice. Um, one more question. And then we've got a bit of a oh, sorry, we've got Two more questions, and then we've got a break, so you can then, like, corner the Gemma <laughs> and I'll ask her more me. questions. <laughs> um, but who was first? Sorry, which hand went up first? Um, yeah, hi. Yeah. No so I guess that's a question because our so basically pgb's agreement will be in place between us and the designer and with, with martin in this case um and what we ask is that you just courtesy like run that past us if you're approaching someone um, and we also ask that they are described as a supporter of your charity. So um, I think that's from yeah. our
1: perspective, that's what, if there's anything to add from your perspective. No, wait, yeah. I think that's fine. And we do we do understand that the cost of Chelsea it is big and you've got other things to consider, like your kind of press and your activation and stuff. So, we're, we're completely in support of additional supporters, but supporter is a great word to use. Yeah. And you know, we, we often recommend that if you've got a key sponsor, Project Giving Back, and then you've got below them different levels. And then you can also decide, depending on the level that they come in, what you offer them. Lovely.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Martin, hello. I think
1: it's talking about the timescales of when you might physically start on site. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> That's yeah, one for you, yeah. So um, when you generally, if you're doing a, a main avenue garden or um, one of the kind of the mid-sized ones, it will be a three week build or it will be a two and a half week build. Um, so generally with the bank holiday now, you would come this year. They came on site on the third. So Tuesday, the third for the main avenue and the large gardens um, the slightly smaller gardens came in on the Friday of that week. So they have just a few days left. If you're doing all about plants and it's probably worth just mentioning that because it is in the pavilion the pavilion build time is different we can have a more (laughs) in-depth chat separately about it because there's a few different things to be aware of but that is a short build so that was 10 days 10 days um and also if you're doing the all about plants category, I mean, the name says it all, it is all about plants. So we do expect there to be less construction, but we would also suggest you consider what that in construction entails because plant movement within the marquee is really limited, especially from a certain point. Um, so when you are thinking about how you're designing that, I'm really happy to have a separate conversation about that and about that, but it is a shorter build time for the pavilion. Yeah.
0: Um, and I know some of the AAP designers this year were a bit worried about, like, not being able to dig down. They were a bit worried about being inside of the light. And then it started to rain, and <laughs> they were really pleased about being inside the pavilion. So it's got its, uh, it's, got its challenges, but it's got yeah. its plus points. Um, I think for, for just to keep us on time, I'm such a time warrior, um, but I just mm. want to say a huge thank you to Gemma for thank giving you. so much fantastic yeah. insight.
1: <laughs>
0: um,